The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Hey, I'm Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. Hey, my guest uh, today is Krista Raymer, and she is a co-founder of Vitrina. And I'm looking forward to learning more about that and what you guys are doing. But I'm telling you, everything I read about you guys, it is so needed in the spaces you're working in. And I think that's going to be awesome. Well, welcome. Welcome to our show here at Plant Thank Profits. you so much for having me. Absolutely, Krista. Uh, so am I pronouncing it right, Vitrina? You are pronouncing it right. Okay. It actually means shop window in Italian. Okay. Um, and my business partner came up with the concept for the business while she was sitting in Italy. <laughs> Where? Where? I, I think in Milan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we were already working in retail mm -hmm. and we are like, we can, we can do this better. Oh, that's great. Now, when you say you're already working in retail, what were you guys doing? Yeah, we worked um, in fashion and apparel okay. before hopping into cannabis and okay. before starting our own business. Okay. And so we had this opportunity to figure out customer experience sure. and what it takes to drive revenue and yeah. profitability. And then we leveraged all those skills and said, we can help independent retailers be better um, and bring all of that skill set to a team that might not be able to build it in themselves. Okay. So you launched this in, in a business before cannabis. Tell we us did. about that. Tell us about how you started doing this. Into cannabis? No, into the other business. We started with direct-to-consumer, digitally native brands. Okay. We were trying to figure out how to open physical brick-and-mortar stores. Uh-huh. And in doing that, we were like, oh, they, we don't know how to manage an inventory at store level. We don't uh -huh. know how to hire. Uh -huh. And it was uh, in those moments that cannabis also went legal in Canada. Okay. Federally. Okay. And so I went into a cannabis dispensary okay. and was like, this is a really bad customer experience. Nobody knows what they're purchasing. Absolutely. We can help fix it. Yes. So here we are. Krista, I tell you, here we go. So now, let's talk about the effect of Vitrina, Krista, on the cannabis dispensary business, mm -hmm. okay? So we like to focus in areas of inventory management, mm -hmm. merchandising, and the hiring and planning of your people who are oh. going to work in the space. Okay. At the end of the day, it's really about driving the profitability of a business uh -huh. and utilizing the data to make better decisions. Yeah. Because of our experience in retail, mm -hmm. we've been able to kind of layer that on top of the cannabis knowledge okay. now and then see how we can improve transaction by transaction. Okay. At the end of the day, retail is one sale at a time. Uh -huh. And so we've got to take it one step at a time. So I, I would imagine that takes a lot of information to be effective at what you guys do inside of retail. Experience. Uh -huh. And I think that there's a lot of data that is being leveraged now and today by dispensaries that could be better. Okay. Um, and so being what's able missing? To, what's, what's missing, Krista, in your mind? What, what, what somebody needs to deliver so you can do a better job? 
the connection between where the data becomes an insight. Okay. And that is really hard to do. Yeah. So, so what? We see that we do 100 transactions a day. Right. What does that mean? Right. How do we change it? Yeah. It's the action-oriented feedback that needs to be able to drive it and say, make it into an insight. That is the connection piece. Uh-huh. And at the end of the day, like I think probably the biggest gap in the entire space is how well we're connecting with our customers who are coming in the doors. So the, the folks that already made a decision to come in. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, how do uh-huh. we make sure that they're buying the right product? Uh, yeah. How do we make sure that we are supplying the product to them that is new or maybe outside of what they were looking for yeah. so that we can create a repeatable business and build transaction sizes. Yeah, how do you do that? And so it almost sound like omni-channel marketing, right? A little but bit. But it's not there yet because there's certain things you can't do. There's lots of things we can't that's do. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So now, now you guys working in kind of out of the grocery retail, mm-hmm. right? And, and helping those businesses. Are you still doing both? We are not. We've gone full into oh, cannabis. really? Mm-hmm. You did. We did it. You said that's the illness is more is greater there. We said <laughs> this industry moves incredibly fast, uh, and yeah, we want to move fast. Okay. And that's how we like to work, mm-hmm. and so it just made a lot of sense. When did you make the transition to go 100% cannabis? About two and a half years ago. Okay, so you did it two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. and do people know you? Do they know of you in the dispensary game? I, I think so. I'd like to yeah. say so. I, is, 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 well, let me ask the question differently. Yeah. Have you benefited from the uh, expansion of cannabis, legal cannabis? 100%. Okay. We've worked with more than 200 retailers across Canada. Okay. And also are working now with Canadian retailers coming to the U.S. Okay. And American retailers coming back into Canada. Okay. So to answer your question is yes, 100%. Okay. We okay. see a lot of benefit as mm-hmm. more stores open and there's mm-hmm. more competition. Mm-hmm. Retail needs to be better. Mm. And so that's kind of where we start to show up the best. Mm. So tell me about the people side, right? Because you mentioned you you help kind of lay out or what do you do on the people side? People side, uh-huh. first we're going to get started and figure out like who is the management team yeah. and what skills do they have built in. Okay. Historically, we've seen a lot of uh, really great cannabis education okay. within management teams, but maybe not the same operational knowledge okay. or experience to be able to run a profitable store. Why is that gap there? Um, I think it's probably a little bit to do with who the first movers were who wanted to jump into the space. Yeah. Um, as well as who some of the ownership teams have been. Right. And like their own experiences as well. Right. Like knowledge needs to be transferred. And so it can only be transferred if there's somebody there that hasn't. Yeah. No. That's great. So how are you filling that gap? We will come in and support a retail team to level up that operational education. Right. So that then they are empowered to use their cannabis knowledge, mm-hmm. but um, also understand how to drive a profitable business and pull those insights out of the data that they can pull. Have you found that when you're when you're engaged with the people like that and trying to basically raise your game is what you're doing? Sell more. Yeah, sell more. <laughs> raise your game. Yeah. And 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 proven to them that there's reasons why you're going to actually sell more, right? So it'll yeah. be a repeatable deal. hundred percent. Exactly. Have you? Have you found that you'd have to change the teams out because the capabilities to get them where they are and to take them to the next level are not there? Most of the time, no. Okay. Um, p- 
people are incredibly adaptive uh -huh. and we uh -huh. can work with people as long as everybody's open to learning new things. Mm -hmm. um, for the most part, like the product education is still the foundation of being able to connect with your customer. But it's, it's taking that and saying, how do we interact with them? When do we know how to cross-sell, upsell? Right. What inventory do we know that we need to be carrying? Mm -hmm. And leveraging those kind of, I guess, experiences or points on top of the product education to really make it come full circle. Okay, so give us an opportunity uh, to fill you, meaning give us a, an example of where, what you guys have done with the, with the client mm -hmm. that is just, made a, a huge difference in how they operate, their their margins, the, the, the amount of, of product they sell, et cetera. Yeah, so uh -huh. we um, hopped into this retailer. Yeah. They're in a tourist zone. Okay. And so they get a lot of customers who are coming in who don't know a lot about cannabis. Okay. What we were doing at the beginning was asking everybody, oh, have you purchased cannabis before? Yeah. And immediately people were defensive. Mm. The customers are like, I, I don't know, I don't uh, know no. if I should be answering this question. Yeah. So instead of starting the relationship in that way, we transitioned and, and worked through what the training needs to be around the coaching and the environment. Okay. The byproduct of that is that we actually turned around and said, instead of selling one or two units per transaction, we're gonna sell three or four. Yeah. And it's gonna be because the customer completely trusts the team and is empowered to make a decision about product that they feel good about. And so by doing that also, then that translates to like a 30% increase in basket size. Oh, nice. And so the end like of the that. day, we're selling more and yeah. our customers were more confident in the products that they were purchasing. Yeah. It all stems back from how we first start the interaction, which seems quite simple, Yeah. but in practice, it's not. And so that's kind of where we can, we really usually will see the best results the fastest is in that space. That's beautiful. That's a great example. And I hope, you know, when people listen to the show in this episode, they'll get that. It, it's, it, so what you've really done is you've done what traditional retailers have been doing forever and trying to, um, to improve their KPIs, their metrics, et cetera, and yeah. trying to really prove what they do, the actions they take really work so they can repeat them, so they can become better and better, better retailers and be right on point with their consuming public. And that's what you guys are doing. That is what we're doing. Yeah. If you were to go into a store and optimize the experience, what would you be looking for? Yeah, I would, first of all, I'm not a person that goes in the store and don't know what the hell I want. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have an idea, okay? Okay. So what I really want is when I ask for something, I really want to the person to ask me, why would you want that in their way? I want to know, because now they're about to educate me and they're going to most likely give me other options. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's what I really want. It's it's understanding like yeah. what the intention is behind something. Yeah. Too often you would go in, you would ask for it, and we'll give you exactly what you asked for. Right. But, and that's it. But you're like, I'm missing out on potentially all these new products that are on the market. That's or, right. I'm going to spend thirty dollars when I actually am open to spending fifty <laughs> if you get me the right stuff. There you go. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. What's on the new? What's on the horizon for your business, Evertrina? We, um, because of the amount of relationships that we've created with retailers as well as licensed producers and brands, right. um, connecting people 
wanting to open new stores okay. or wanting to sell their stores is a big part of our business okay. as we look forwards, as well as working with brands to figure out like what the next product evolution should be. Mm. Because we see the customer buying behavior. Ah. And so, so are you selling data? I'm not selling data. I'm utilizing the data. You gotta the sell data. the data, Chris. I'm not selling <laughs> you gotta the, data. Sell the data. It's the most valuable thing the industry has. <laughs> That's right why now. you gotta get money from it. <laughs> I will use it to give you insights as to what products you should be selling next. Okay. Yeah. All right. So are brands actually starting to come to you? Yes. Yeah. It's like, how do we need to show up in a retail store? Uh -huh. And today we might make a beverage. What should we make tomorrow? Okay. And that's where we'll start to get involved. All right. Well, that's that's outstanding. That's it's, outstanding. It's been incredibly cool. That's, that's great. And you have been outstanding, Krista, here with us on Plant Profits, and I really Thank appreciate you. you coming coming by. And Vitrina is is going to be a wild success, and it already is. <laughs> and uh, with you guys' leadership, so hey, my guest today on Plant Profits. Uh, is Krista, and Krista is the co-founder uh, of Vitrina. And I uh, really appreciate you coming by, and we're looking forward to it, uh, to the next time you come by, because I love, because the retail piece I understand, mm -hmm. so I really love to get into it, and you're the right person to get into it with, because you are doing something about the opportunity. So thank you very much. I'm Vern Davis, I'm your host of Plant Profits. And Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.